Susie, Susie. Hey now. Hey now. Welcome to Brain Candy Podcast, episode 470. Coming at you live. Live from the bunker. Do that thing you do Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll You'll only only need need the the edge. edge. (laughs) (laughs) That's your best work. Oh, God, it is. Uh... That and my Borat impression, which is back in full swing Good. now that that movie yes. is out. Which, by the way, was hilarious if did you haven't you seen it. it. I did see oh it. Oh, my I God. I loved it. I love <laughs> when you can still do the same stuff and it's like they still don't get it. Like <laughs> the like the Borat bit still works and people are still like falling for it. Yes. I mean. Because we're still so dumb. So and it's just so dumb. perfect. And hearing Sasha Baron Cohen talk about why it's important to do this kind of movie <laughs> and why he makes the movies that he does, he's yeah. so, so well spoken. And oh, I just love it. <laughs> I really, I love him. That's it. That's just me the parts standing I liked for. Where the, just when people <laughs> genuinely don't, right. like they go along with shit. Yeah. They don't realize they're being made a fool out of. It's just what too I, much. It's like, what I is so frustrating is like, how come the customer is always right there, but not when I have, like, you know, <laughs> when I'm on the other side of things. Yeah, that's I don't right. Know. Maybe it's because it's a guy. Borat is a man, Gosh. you know? Or is it the presence of cameras? Yeah, probably that too. You know, because I know people act different when they're, I mean, we, of course, we, do, we know this. We do. They're Somehow like on like, their best behavior. Or in our case, their worst. Or their worst. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. The best or their worst, depending on what, oh my God, everything is nuts. Yeah. It's just, sometimes I just think that and, you know. How great though that the Borat, um, you know, the babysitter lady. The black lady oh, yeah. that was like the hero I loved of the her. whole film. The whole thing. She's like the moral compass of the film. Didn't know she was in Borat until like a week ago when they, you know she started getting messages from people being like, um, you're oh in this movie. God. She thought she was in a documentary. And Are you for real? Yeah. They, the fans of the <sighs> movie set up a GoFundMe for her because she lost her job <gasps> and she got like all this money. <gasps> I love this. I know. I was so happy for her. Oh, because she was great. And I love how she was like, no, you could do. You like, do she not need so, to get a boob you job. You do not need to do any of that. <laughs> She was so good. Oh gosh! And that actress, whoever plays the the, the daughter, daughter, mm-hmm. she's good. Yeah, she was really good. She was so. I wonder good. how they found her. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, Ren and I were watching it, and Ren's like, mm-hmm. "Man, they really made her look like." Go-. And I was like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> not hard to do to make like." She's like, "It's the oh, she's all that thing." I'm like. I swear, you just like take makeup off a woman and put makeup on a woman, and they think it's like I know. Oh my god! That's why I just stop wearing makeup so that like everybody gets Boy, used to like. Boys this. are funny because they act like they don't care. They don't want yeah. you. They don't. They want you to be natural, but they yeah. don't really know when you're wearing it and when you're not. This is what right. I found out. They don't. And oh my god, that's so crazy. <laughs> like, and then just you be like, don't, oh, you look well rested. Right. When you don't wear it, they, they're like, are you okay? You look tired. They don't realize why they think yes. that. Oh my God. Stupid. It really is 
Boys are kind of dumb sometimes. Boys are dumb. I shouldn't say that. They're probably yes. boys listening. You guys are great. Not They're you not listening. Dumb. They're not dumb. Obviously. They're super smart. Uh, <laughs> speaking of super smart, Suze, you yes. recently shared an article with me that, did we talk about this on here or did we talk about this <laughs> ourselves, about the most shared article on the New York Times? Oh, yes. From I think, the, I don't know I think if that I was did just talk in about our it on regular life. <laughs> yeah, right. I can never keep them straight. But so, guys listening, mm-hmm. Susie sent me this article. We were talking about, you know, fun stuff. And it was one of the most shared articles, if not the most shared article, I think, uh, from New York Times. Yeah. And it is titled uh, something along the lines of everything I learned, <laughs> need to know about my marriage and life and love or whatever, I learned from Shamu. And mm-hmm. she was a dolphin trainer. And applied similar techniques to <laughs> her life and her partner with great results. Right. And let me tell you, that shit works with anything. Yeah, her. You don't like of, a behavior, don't respond to it. Yeah, her approach was they'd use only positive reinforcement, I guess, with yes. the dolphins. Yes. And so if her husband did something she didn't like, she just ignored it. Yes. It's and so simple. And then what, what? She would reward him with what? Positive affirmations when you? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay, so this is the best because it's not even about the big. Like, don't think about this as like, oh my gosh, like the big stuff. It's like the little day to day things that yeah. just like are like, oh, for Pete's sake. Like the example that she gave in the article. She said her husband always misplaces stuff and so she's he's walking around and he's like honey have you seen my keys and before she would drop everything and go look for them well where was the last place you look and da, 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 da. oh my god i do that like you wouldn't believe like <laughs> you if ren's that? like no ren oh. says like oh. he's a we're, we're both we both talk out loud like we both like i don't know you don't have an Verbal- inner monologue. We don't have an inner monologue. Thank you. Of course, everybody talks a lot. But we, we verbalize our, yeah, we don't have an inner monologue. It's all outside. So we're, he's like walking around thinking thoughts and then I'm like responding to them. And then I'm frustrated because I'm like, oh, I'm in the middle of doing dishes. Like I don't need to be, you know, searching for the remote. And like, so I just did, ex- it was the same situation in that article. And <laughs> I just did the exact same thing. Oh my God. It worked in like a week. Wow. I was like, that was so easy. <laughs> and I'm like, what else do I want to try it on? So I just wanted to share that. And, I wonder, uh, though, if it did work with the big stuff, too. Like, do you think it could only apply to small stuff? I think, no, I think it would work with the big stuff, too. And since reading that, there's even a book uh, that has yes, been she got written a book about deal this. From it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a whole thing. And I'm very interested to read that. But I'm thinking about more along the lines of, like, you any kind of response is a response you know we're looking for no uh arousal of any kind whether that be positive or negative and uh-huh. sometimes it can be confusing when it's yeah. easy to kind of misplace those emotions or not understand them especially when emotions are heightened about something else we we just have a hard time your yeah, brain no. doesn't always know like yes. what it's worked up about and if it's good yes. or bad. Yeah. Yes. And so I think about this with the big stuff of like not respond not reacting. Mm-hmm. Like if they if there's something that they do that you don't like, 
You don't need to, it's, it's like women's nature. I feel like, or, or is it just me? No, it's not. Cause I, this is what I do for a living. Come on. It's everybody that we go into this. Like I need to talk about it. I need to explain. And then they need to see my side and then I need to blah, 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 blah. And then we even want, even if it's, you know, something we just talk too much and need to give the ex- explanation. And if we just didn't even respond and we're just like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's amazing how fast it's hard to do. It's like biting your tongue and like not responding and not wanting to, um, like it's like the opposite of deescalating things is what you're doing. And so I think it would work, you know, I have to try it. it. I figured I'd, I practice with the small stuff like, you know, Oh, for goodness sakes, I don't need to help you find this right now. And because what happens to me is like if I get a request to do something, like if you tell me, hey, can you take out the trash? I have to do it right here, right now, because I will 100% forget if you tell me to do it and I get caught up doing something else. I mean, you can tell me to do it. I could be on my way to doing that thing and I will get distracted in the moment. Yes, that's true. Oh, God. It's like classic ADD. My, my mom used to complain about that with my brother. And I used to be like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about. And now I see it. We all, I'm, I'm the same. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. But yes. anyways. Do people yes. like you that experience that hate it as much as we hate <laughs> dealing with it? <laughs> Absolutely. That's what oh my God. says too. I wish there were a cure. I wish, oh my God, I wish there were. Do you were. feel like it's a disability kind of? 100%. Yeah. It feels like I have to work twice as hard mm-hmm. to do like regular stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like put that letter in the mailbox. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I have to go to the post office later today because I have to send something certified. It's the one thing you can't do because you have to like be in person and show an ID. And that's the whole point because I'm so excited. Guess what I'm sending? What? What do you think I would be super excited about? Like a passport. Yeah. Okay. But what do I need before that to get my passport? Uh Uh-huh. But very (laughs) important when I'm changing important things. I'm getting my last name back. (gasps) Sarah Rice is coming back. I'm so excited. Don't call it a comeback. I'm so I didn't realize how excited I would be. And then I think back to um, like I was filling out the uh, the application today, and I was remembering filling out the application to change it to Patterson. Yeah. And how much I was like. I do not want to be doing this. This is not, this seems like, yeah. I said I wanted a divorce two weeks after my new passport with my last name came. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And this like, is a sign. I feel like you almost way. waited in the balance. Like, do I, do I want to <laughs> yeah. redo this or not? Right. Yeah. I was like, because oh, it is such do a I need pain. to go through. It's such 
a goddamn pain. And the fact that guys don't have to do this yeah, well, is the dumbest thing. Well, put it on the fucking list. I don't know. You know? I don't know what the solution is, though, because I think about the name change thing <clears throat> a lot. Because technically, I did change my name, but like I never use it and mm-hmm. hate it. <laughs> Not the name, mm-hmm. just that I want to be Susie Meister. Yeah. Um, but like, what's the solution? Right. I don't know. You just keep your Aren't name. The, uh, yeah. But then, what uh, name does my kid get? I. You're right. I don't know. Like <laughs> a bunch like, of freaking hyphens, and then what do like the next name after that get? I heard some funny joke that so- somewhere it says our kids are going to end up sounding like a law firm. Right. And I know that culturally that, uh, you know, that goes on in other countries and they have all these like systems for doing it. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like there's a right way. Yeah. Or a good way. What do they do? There's like, I feel like they have an interesting way to do it in Iceland. Oh. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. They, but I I feel like it might be complicated because their language is very complicated. It is complicated also just by definition because... Mm. If you have a child and you're picking a name, you can either combine, choose one, or like pick some random one if you want, I guess. But there's just no good answer. There's no good answer because you need that relation and that connection. And it's fun to have like the little signs that say like the Butler family. Yeah. I don't know. I like that corny (laughs) shit. And you know I'm going to be rocking the like Bass family uh, road trip. T-shirts and sweatshirts. <laughs> for, right, and like I can't family wait. Stuff. I can't wait to do that. Ren and I are already talking about how we like want. We are going to be like the, the the matriarch and patriarch of our family. That where everybody comes to our house for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we host the family. Like we we gotta, you know, yeah, you gotta be like the home base. That. Oh, that's you know, nice. Home well, base. Yeah, I'm happy at least for now. You can be who you truly are, Miss Rice. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay, what do I want to talk to you about today? I have so many different things. I feel like, I, like I'm like overwhelmed with, with options. Um, this one I had to share with you because my aunt sent me this. She uh, tore this out of a magazine. Um, I think it was in LA Magazine. And it is just a little breakdown of uh, Lori Laughlin's uh, experience. Oh how, the he- how the hell do you say her name? Loughlin? Lock- I, I think Laughlin? they said it's like an F, Laughlin. But Laughlin. I always said That's Laughlin. Said, but- so I, yeah, Laughlin. That's what I, what do I know either? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So uh, what the fuck? This place <laughs> sounds like Club Med. Oh, really? It's like uh, when Martha Stewart went to like, what do they call it? Uh, Camp let me Cupcake? Just, let me just give you a little rundown of where this lady is. Okay. Is she still there? I don't know. How yeah, long she it? just went in yeah, a couple she is. days ago. She it's did. Been... Okay. That's right. I felt like, I was like, I feel like this is, this is, I'm up to date with this. And okay. So. She's in this place called the Victorville Satellite Prison Camp that's a minimum security facility, and it's just two hours away from her home in Hidden Hills. And uh, let me tell you what the heck she's able to do. They, this place offers, they say, a uh, assortment of classes that include Pilates and yoga. Mm-hmm. And she can study painting, calligraphy, crocheting, origami, ceramics, and cartoon drawing. And she can also take advantage of saxophone, accordion, and ukulele lessons, or train for vocal or, or, or train for vocations such as bicycle repair, forklift operation, dental assistant, and waste management. And uh, yeah, they even offer 
lazy Saturdays and Sundays when 300 inmates get to sleep until 10 a.m. Mm. And then they that the head count is immediately followed by brunch. <laughs> well, I want to go to prison. <laughs> oh, my God. Like my most. It's the only place there. that's still serving brunch. <laughs> Nobody else is. I always feel I mean, like these geez. things are overstated, though, because I wouldn't. I'm sure it's not what we're imagining. Well, it's not like yoga. Like a I'm yoga sure it's studio. not what we're. I mean, I know I can imagine what it is, and I know that it's like the kind of that where they're using all of the um, what are they called rehabilitation classes and things like that. Mm-hmm. But she she's not. I, I just feel like this is not. She's not the person who needs a calligraphy class. Somebody <laughs> else can use that. What do you think would be fair? Like, what's the appropriate? Just regs jail. <laughs> Not that. Really? Yeah. Because I kind of feel the opposite. Not towards just her, but anybody that's in oh. jail for anything like that. We need I to up it. Absurd. Oh. Well, I agree with that too. But I also think that we need to make jails not like jail like not how they are i think it's a terrible place to begin with to start there the prison yeah. system to begin with freaking sucks but it just seems like i don't know well because remember she's they would going to be playing the ukulele and and I, I i i in my mind her cell is larger than my apartment so oh but maybe it? i'm wrong i don't know that i said in my mind i don't know if that's true yeah in the um, my friends who had to go to a, a prison like that it wasn't even cells it was just bunk beds like all in a room yeah like um lots and lots of people in the room yeah um but you remember when this whole thing happened and they kept comparing it to the woman of color i forget where maybe chicago or something who is in jail for like 10 years because she just like wanted her kid to go to a better school (sighs) yeah that's uh, yes right that's awful that's terrible Right. And I also She should get calligraphy and Pilates. I want her to have those classes. I mean, she shouldn't she should not be in prison. Mm-hmm. And to well, me that, it just yeah. feels like these celebrities, this varsity blues scandal, they should just have fines. Yeah. Oh not Yeah, they should be have they should have to pay for like a hundred kids tuition. Yeah, because that would be better. I like yeah. I like that one. You know. Oh, you it, wanted to I'm cheat the system. Well, now you have to. Now you are making the all these kids get to go, and you're paying for it. There you go. Right. Like, I, I don't. Yes. I'm paying for Lori Laughlin to eat and take Pilates. That's stupid. Yeah, that sounds crazy. And my <clears throat> mom had to do a work release, and and where she had to do. Well, you know, because of her terrorist threats <laughs> yeah. that she made. Sarah's and mom's her being a terrorist. terrorist. My mom's on the terrorist watch list. I did work <laughs> to get all of that, like, expunged and her record all clear, cleaned up. nice of you. It took so long and so much effort and so many trips, like, to the post office and to send this and this wasn't right and they sent it back. My mom and I were like, we are two educated yeah. people with resources here. And it was still complicated. And it's still insanely like I had to sit down with her and read like four like the same page like four times and be like, okay, wait, but like what is that saying? And oh, you need to, yeah, it was really really difficult. So it the whole system is messed up and yeah. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okie dokie. So uh, this is one of our favorite subjects, but it's not shit. Uh, it is clowns. Well, nice. one of our favorite subjects, right? We do love so, a clown story. Yeah. So we've talked before about um, like why clowns creep us out, but I got additional information uh, that once again, shout out to my aunt who sent me this lovely article as well. Uh, this guy did a study on 1,300 people to figure out like what is it really about clowns that creep us out? Because what did we talk about before? We said it was the, like, and he did mention this in the beginning of the article, that it blurred the line between, um, like, what we were familiar with and what we didn't know, and, right? I think that was kind of like what we had talked about <clears throat> in yes. previous episodes about it. Correct. So that was like, that there's kind of like this, I don't know, Ambiguous. Like cognitive dissonance or something. Yes, mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance. So this part, this this uh, quote in here I thought was really interesting and I had to share with you. He says, if a person is willing to flout the conventions of society by dressing and acting as they do, mm-hmm. what other rules might they be willing to break? Right. That's weird. I like that. That it plants it in our head of like, and it's, it's deep down. We think, oh, if they're able, if they do this, like what else... You know, would they do? Because that's and it's true. The, yeah. Even for people that just sort of dress and act <gasps> differently in general. Yes. Yeah. It puts us on, oh my gosh, this is so true. Because, oh, Suze, when we were talking to Larry Brilliant in uh, our event at Pitt, mm-hmm. what, one of the things he said that was so interesting and is so true, and I think about it all the time, is that like we biologically are like, still hunters and gatherers like on like right we our brain we're not we're in a very modern world but we're biologically not yeah very modern mm-hmm. and so now i don't even remember where i was going with that because i was just thinking about larry brilliance <laughs> and thinking about how well no was, i was saying how like even if some regular person is dressed weird oh. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because thank you. I was like, where was I going with this? Oh my God. What, that it all boils down to, do I feel safe right now? Yeah. Do I feel, and that like, do I feel like I, like I need to be always aware of my surroundings? That car is moving really fast. I need to maybe get out of the way. That person looks sketchy AF. Maybe I should not like, I don't know, stand next to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What ifs? Your your reptilian brain or your evolutionary brain, who knows which yes. part, is being like, I don't know if they're huh. in my tribe. I don't know if I can trust them. Yeah. So, and then I'm thinking about how we love scary movies and we like that thing where it's like we like to be scared. Mm-hmm. 
but it's safe. So maybe there's something about like clowns where it's that that unpredictability, which he says is the common factor that after the study that people find creepy is the unpredictability. Yeah. That maybe we enjoy a little bit of that. Right. It's always weird to see somebody who truly is disturbed by clowns, like not on a just silly level, but mm. truly. Yeah. And I would love to have like a video of a person who plays a clown out of their clown makeup and all of that with a mm-hmm. person who's afraid of clowns and then one by one put their makeup yeah. on and see <gasps> when they get freaky. Oh my gosh, this is such a good this is such a good experiment. We need to find these people. We can make this happen. We can even make this happen virtual like like a uh, uh, this can all yeah, happen by Zoom. By Zoom. Yeah, this can all happen your over Zoom. Guess be? Do you think it's the nose, the white Oh my makeup? god, I I think it's the smile that doesn't go away or the big eyebrows. Because <laughs> you know how we talked about eyebrows or yes. this frown that doesn't go away. Like you know? Yeah. Oh, or it's the eyebrows. <laughs> right. It could be. You know? Because I'm trying to think I love those um oh like the make they're not even tutorials because they're not teaching me a damn thing i don't know how to do any of that shit but it's when the the people are doing like the costume makeup and they they do the progression of it and Mm -hmm. you know and i'm trying to think then when it starts to get creepy and it's usually when they paint the mouth when i think but then also when they do the this like they glue down their eyebrows and then paint them like really high above and that right it's unsettling but then I love drag queens and their eyebrows are all over the place and that doesn't creep me out. Wait, are, I think I forgot that you have a clown problem. No, I don't. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you're, because <laughs> I thought you I'm were trying saying... to like put myself in the mindset of somebody. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. So I can't really be the judge because I don't know that. That's what we need to ask. If you have yes. a clown phobia, how do you feel about drag queens? I'm not saying, I'm, no disrespect to drag no, queens no, out there. No, no, no. None at all. I'm no. just saying uh, the... Uh, right is it the ma- Venn like diagram of like yeah yes of lots of makeup yeah that's where the two overlap if we mm-hmm. have brainiacs and i'm sure we do who are truly freaked out by clowns you should dm us on instagram and tell me whether you are also freaked out by drag queens because mm-hmm. so, not all drag queens but a lot of them have cartoonish makeup some of them have realistic mm-hmm. makeup but Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe it depends on the style of it. Yeah. And like Patch Adams, not scary. And he's just got the red nose. Wait. Okay. <laughs> so if you, do you think that if someone had a clown phobia, they wouldn't mind Patch? Oh, I think they would. Uh, oh, we got to know. <laughs> we I'm, have so cu- I'm so curious. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. have, you don't, and your fo- you don't have any phobias that are too, I mean, just buried alive and. You know, your fear of failing. But. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> right. That, those are not ones, ones that, uh, like... I find the, those very fascinating, though, when it's like the condiment or whatever it is that's yeah. everyday item and you're truly afraid of it. Yeah. But, like, and it's like the, like a, the thing with the mayonnaise and meat, because it's the only thing yeah. I can think of that's even close to that. But I can pinpoint an actual situation where that then became, like... A problem right. like there were multiple things that you know the origin i know the origin <laughs> of that so i feel ugh. like with most people's phobias they really don't even know how it started yeah i'm fascinated by that but it's interesting i don't know i've never worked with anybody who had like a real phobia phobia so that's just not something 
And it would be very difficult to do that right now in, I don't know, exposure <laughs> therapy over Zoom. So maybe somebody else is doing that. Because I was talking yes. to my friend Kelly. She does behavioral therapy. And, um, oh, yeah. Because I want Lincoln to improve. He has fear of like, or not fear, but um, repulsion towards certain textures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, for the most part, you can just work around it. Yeah. But ideally, you'd like for your you or your loved one to not have to worry about that. And I was like, is there any way to get over it without exposure therapy? And she's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to no. touch the paper towels, kid. Oh, my God. That's so... You know what? There is stuff like that because it's the blue noise for me. Blue noise. Balloon. Oh, I said that very oh, poorly. Balloon. <laughs> balloon. Well, clown adjacent. Balloon <laughs> noise. Yeah, right. So that clowns I don't have a problem with. Now, if he's making balloon animals, we have an issue. To me, it feels like, all right, it feels like, um, the you know how an allergy, if you have a peanut allergy or any kind of allergy, your body has mistaken a safe item for oh, something yes. that is dangerous. Yes, yes, so yes, it yes. attacks it like it's a poison. Oh so I feel like these types of issues where you like hate balloon noise, it is the same problem. Oof. Oh, it makes we me, need a word like, for it, but it's yeah. similar to an allergy where something that's harmless you feel is a threat or upsetting. And yeah, you can undo that. Yeah, you it can seems definitely like undo that. Hope. And like hypnosis. Oh yeah, work. people have I feel had like good luck that, with that. Yeah, I feel like that would totally work. But like, it's not mm. worth it because how often are you in the? Pos- position where balloons are affecting your life no zero never no it's not well i am a big fan of balloon garlands and i always just make (laughs) them and i and i like i made one for ren's birthday yeah i love a good balloon garland they just just really bring the room together and i do white knuckle it it's a painful it's a it's that's an act so it's kind of like my own exposure therapy so i'm really just trying to like like i'm helping myself Ah, oh, yes. Okay. So what other funny things do I have to tell you? Oh, yeah, this was, oh, this is funny. Okay. So with all this insane uh, stuff going on in the world right now, yes. um, it makes sense that people are thinking, uh, what the hell could be causing this? There's a lot of uh, uh, chaos in my life right now. Yeah. Well, f- for one woman, uh, she blames all of her bad luck. And her financial troubles and a whole bunch of other mishaps and everything that's going on right now uh, on a trip to 2000, uh, on a trip to Pompeii that she took in 2005 where she stole some artifacts. I love that. And <laughs> she is karmic. Yes. So she feels like she was cursed. And so oh she God. returned. So it's like the, the, what is this? I can't, whatever the, the plate, the Pompeii like. archive is Mm -hmm. she sent back a box that contained two mosaic tiles and two pieces of a vase and a ceramic wall tile and she wrote wrote a whole letter to them saying that she wanted to have a piece of history that nobody could have and that she was young and stupid and she took a piece of history that has been crystallizing and she said it is crystallized over time and it has a lot of negative energy in it and people have died yes and she took it from a place where people died in such a horrible way. And she said, I, I have taken pieces related to that land of destruction. And it's brought destruction in my life. Wow. And so I mean, she was like, do you not, think she that said she, she didn't want to pass the curse on to her family. 
Do you think I thought she you thinks- as a as a uh, a lover of the Brady Bunch would know oh, all yeah. about this? Oh yes. If you're not familiar, the Bradys <laughs> had a cursed tiki doll that mm-hmm. they had found on a work site, but boy, that thing brought nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. So does trouble. she think that the item itself has bad energy and is cursed no matter what, or it's because she stole it? That the, Ooh. Like, is it a sin she karma thing? She didn't specify, or they didn't specify in this uh What do you think, like, article. from the tone of her letter? What is your uh, sense? I think it was maybe the, the action oh. and then the i the item itself maybe represented that yeah she was yeah. Gu- she felt guilty and that maybe bad yes. stuff was okay yes yes it said that blah 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 the letter ended with we are good people and i don't want to pass this curse on to my family or children oh for this God. forgive me for the gestures made years ago i learned my lesson i just want to shake off the curse that has fallen on me and my family please accept these artifacts so that you do the right thing for the mistakes i made her writing not so good uh I'm so sorry. One day I'll return to your beautiful country to apologize in person. Oh, well, my God. I, right yeah, now. I think she thinks it's um, like karma rather than the item yeah. itself. Wow. Yeah. Do you believe any of that? Well, remember when we were talking about, um, you know, the the secret or positive thinking and like vision boards and all that stuff and whether yep. they're effective? I think this could be the same in reverse where you feel guilt yeah. about something and then it can inform how you see the world and how you interpret events that happen to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Um, oh forever you'd think oh this is because of that thing i did and because you think that it's kind of like people who say that they're lucky are lucky yeah. and people who say that they're unlucky are yeah unlucky. it's just like perspective wow i know. think this might be that kind of thing yeah, I don't but she uh, was not alone because the <laughs> oh what do they they called it the Pompeii Ant- Antiquarium, which is kind of a fun word to say. That is, it feels like antiques living underwater, but that's not it. Um, <laughs> I wish it were. It's like right? right. They revealed that there were over the years they've had over a hundred letters asking for forgiveness of similar acts, okay, and they even have a small area different. dedicated to where uh, people like to display some of the letters of people who like feel like they need the curse to be lifted. What I'm taking away from this though, is this antiquarium needs better security. Number one. Oh my God. That's so funny. But first of all, if you visited Pompeii, it's, it's huge. It's free for all. Mm. It's a, it's like, it's just a site with a bunch of ruins and they have little rooms that you can go into. And those are definitely blocked off and you can't even fit more than like, five to ten people in any of these rooms at any given time hmm. but there there are and i can imagine that these there would be a lot of things people want to want to steal because um uh in i guess it would be like roman times then mm-hmm. i'm gonna call it that yes in ancient rome the uh a phallic symbol, so uh, an erect penis, mm-hmm. was a symbol of like fertility and prosperity and a bunch of like good stuff. And they put it everywhere. They put it on little. T- they would have mm-hmm. uh, the like street corners and little corners of houses all marked with like tiles with penises on them. And so I can definitely see people being like, "Oh, I'm gonna steal the dick off of there." And oh my god, taking but- that like it seems like those would be 
That would but, be a real bummer if it brought bad luck, that wiener. Oh, my gosh, because it's the opposite of... Yeah. <gasps> oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, I'm not... I am all about the superstition in those cases. It like, is fun, isn't it? Yeah, and I really do think, like, do not... Of course, I do take dirt from everywhere I go, but that's different. That's like yeah. bringing... I'm bringing the good energy of wherever I go. So I feel like that's allowed. The fact that so many people are returning things, though, does make it more interesting. Because I wonder yes. if they're all sort of saying, like, this was nothing but trouble. Like the TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I... Oh, this is a good question because I wonder if we were to look at different sites, different, like, you know, ancient or whatever, Mm -hmm. like historic sites, and you looked at the number of people who have written those letters, if there would be differences or similarities. Like, the fact that this is a... The way that Pompeii was destroyed. Yes, And I think that's what she was getting at in the letter. That the fact that this was taken out... And nobody's, oh my God, it gives me like, oh, chills just thinking about it. I mean, people are in, like women are, are holding their babies and they were fully like, I truly sarcophagized or whatever the word is, like just turned to ash. The end. I know. Oh, I love looking at the images, but it is so sad. Yeah. And can you imagine? Tell us. No, no. I couldn't uh, imagine because you can't even, and you can't even, what do you even do? How come yeah. that's never really happened again? How like a volcano it? like that. Yeah. Where everything's just lights out right away. I, I feel like this is one of those things where we have technology that, that there's like technology that we don't know about that does shit. You're because being we, really nice to answer it that no, way. Cause that is obviously the answer, but I didn't even think of it. But that's and totally like, what's happening. I think maybe there's computers now, Suze. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, like, and yes, there are, but, and it's like, we're just now, I think as the general public, this, the, the, <laughs> the fact that government or some other agency can yeah. impact <laughs> our weather 100% yeah, true. true now. Yeah. That's like a new thing for us to kind of wrap our heads around. And I think there's still part of that that's like, what? We can stop like volcanoes? Yeah. Like, I yeah. think we might be able to do that in some weird capacity. I don't really know how or how that works, but I know we can make snow. We could certainly and shit. get out of the way. We can definitely get out of the way in time. Yeah. But I have, oh my God, what was one of my favorite B movies of all time is Dante's Peak. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, I know it, but oh, I didn't see it. With with Pierce Brosnan. Mm. Oh, it's a good one. It's it's terrible. I mean, it's like right. bad. It's like B movie, but it's that was there was a it was a very exciting time in the nineties when we had the North for for me, not for everybody who was hurting it and like if anybody was I it's so sad for a lot of people. But when I was eight and didn't really know all I know is like we had an earthquake and then we had a block party and I didn't have to go to school and it was so much fun. And um, uh, uh, then that same year, like the next three years, all these disaster movies came out. I loved them. It was like ah, Dante's right. Peak. And then there was that other great one, which is also terrible, about a <laughs> volcano in L.A. Oh, what is it called? 
It's called, it's not called earthquake. It might just be called volcano. They would do something like that. And it was about like a volcano (laughs) that happens in LA and then they have to like clear out the way and like the, the, the lava flows down La Cienega. And I'm like, this, I love this. Yeah. So like (laughs) the La Brea tar pits start bubbling up again. And I don't know why I'm into those like disaster movies. And it's kind of, I don't know. I think if I know you, I'm pretty sure I do. You you like, you always like to conceptualize what you would do in these situations. Bingo. That is probably it. <laughs> Suze, the other night, one of, uh, one of Ren's friends came over and we were talking about like, like disaster stuff. Like what would we do in a zombie apocalypse yeah. or whatever? You love that And I was crap. like, I was like, oh, I'm fully prepared. And they were like, <laughs> what it. do you mean? And I was like, no, like I have a bag next to the door. Like, and Ren's like, what? I'm like, oh yeah, we have a go bag right there that has, and I like got it out and showed him. I have, and I hadn't even looked in it in a million years because I, my brother <laughs> made it for me probably like 10 years yeah. ago. And in it, it was the best gift. Shout out to Lucas. Such a good gift. Um, there's like a padlock and a lock, which is like, hello, so perfect. If you're going to be attacked by zombies, you definitely need to padlock a chain of a, a fence in, in some scenario. I'm so ready. And so like. I feel seen, so thank you, Susie. Yes, that I is think exactly me. I am really into that too. Not conceptualizing, but just like being prepared. Yeah. Um, but I noticed you do like to plan out stuff. Remember we, not a true fight, but we like had a disagreement on the air one time because you said, who do you think would be better in a zombie apocalypse? And I was like, me. And you're like, ah, uh, wrong answer. <laughs> I was like, Excuse me, incorrect answer. <laughs> like you should oh, go along with whatever I say, but in this case, you, that you could not abide. I was like, nope, nope. I disagree. I, I vehemently Wrong. disagree. That is an incorrect answer. Oh, that is I the same kind of passion it. I bring to an incorrect answer when our buzzer was broken on Thanksgiving and we were playing taboo. Oh my god. And- <laughs> You should do a oh, poll. God. I'm sure everyone's going to agree with you that you would be better in a zombie apocalypse. Let me make a case, though. Oh, yeah, make a case. This well, is very good. I agree with Sarah with the obvious that I am not a runner. I am not someone who could outrun a zombie. And she pointed out rightly that that's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the one thing you have to do. Is, I just have to be faster than you, and I'm good. <laughs> Which I don't even know if is the case these days. So, but I was like, but Sarah, I'm very cunning. Like I, yes, I have good strategies and I can, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes outsmart people without yes. brains and, yeah. uh, <laughs> or with them. <laughs> oh God. That's so great. But I did think that was funny how you're like, uh, Suze, that's kind of the whole point that you have to keep running. yeah it depends on what stage of the zombie apocalypse we're in what like like moment if yeah if we're in like the the if it's like just hit and it's like the what do they call those that the first hours of there's some some name for it you know right for 48 but it's like for 48 minutes yes yeah that (laughs) that maybe i'm good and then after that, I once I've like run out of supplies, like I, I cared more about the fact that I have a leather jacket so I look cool. You know, Susie's like got toothpaste and toilet paper for the next forty years. You, yeah. you probably survive in that sense. We have You're different definitely strengths. But that's why together 
Yeah. You're the be- unstoppable. That's right. Th- those jom- zombies don't stand a freaking chance. But, like, you would totally want to do it with me because then I would run slower and then you'd live. Well, you know. No, Which is I, nice. I, I don't know if I could Perk. live in a world where with where I, the I survivor's fed guilt. you to. Yeah, the survivor's <laughs> guilt alone would kill me. And this this podcast would not be nearly as good one-sided. Come on. half is good. Okay, but wait. <laughs> Let me ask you this then. Who do you think mm-hmm. would be better, you or Ren? Oh, definitely Ren. 100%. Oh. Why? What's his, he, he's a fast he's, Yeah. Well, he has all of those skills and he's like me and we're both like, like we can solve the problem. Like I, I'm, I'm, I can say with 100% confidence that if Ren and I needed to build a house from the ground up together, mm-hmm. we could do it. Like, and if I tell him like, Hey, I want, like, if I have a vision for something, which is so perfect for future Halloween houses, I'm so excited. I've already like thought (laughs) about, planned all of that. Yeah. Like haunted houses, you know? Yeah. Um, that's the word I was looking for. Haunted houses. Um, (laughs) uh, but see now I don't know what I was talking about because I was thinking about a house. Uh, oh yes, yes. That he has all the skills and that he can, like, if I could say, Hey, I need this made. He he can see it in his mind and make mm. it happen like lickety split. So I think that he would be really good for that. Plus he's really fast. Plus he's one of those people that like can do, like I thought I was that person yeah. who can like do everything like, you know, oh, she can just wakeboard the first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. She can, oh yeah, sure. She could do that. Like, no, this guy puts me i mean it's like a joke what he can do yeah like he's he's like the kind of person where if you were like hey do a backflip right now he'd be like "Mm, okay and could probably do it i don't even know if he can but it wouldn't surprise me if he could i'd be like oh for fuck's sake to the test i probably should i should be like hey do a backflip right now he'd be like oh uh, you know what i used to be able to do one but oh my god he would probably say something like that i for sure guaranteed he's totally like that that's why i love hmm. him he's the best and do you think that's so because of how he grew up or just who, who he is i think who he is wow he's like an old soul he's like one of those people who you know like we both have lives that like like you say it to me oh my god i can't believe this stuff happens yeah. to you so he's the same he's packed a lot in i packed a lot in mm-hmm hmm. mm-hmm well, you yeah. guys are a good match then if the zombies do we come. Are. And given 2020 so far, I mean, it'll probably it's a happen. It's freaking possibility. The yeah. You know, it's funny you even say that because somebody sent me, um, I think I got this from a, a, a listener who sent me an article on a, the reverse zombie tick that is the, because we were talking about zombies. Uh, and I read it and I was like, oh, we've covered this. So, what do you mean you reverse know. zombie tick? The the um it's a tick oh, that bites you. They yes. call it the lone star tick that makes yes. you not like meat, make you have an aversion to meat. So, yeah. you know, I when I first read the art, the title, I was like, "Oh fuck, what else did 2020 oh, give us?" And then when I read it, I was like, "Oh, thank God this happened in like 2016. Yeah, we already okay. knew about this." Whew. Everything's I mean, been it's still out there, for a long time. but everything's been terrible for a while. People were not excited about the bats. So no. I know, you know they were really freaked out by that. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then oh, this is really funny. I have to share this. One of our listeners said that she listened to that episode in the, on the same day that she discovered there were bats living in her attic. 
And she said she could not sleep because all she could imagine was them running on treadmills training to come downstairs and kill her. Oh, no. She, I love Gosh, I'm paraphrasing, of course. She had bats in the belfry. That's great. Yes. Yes. And also that we made it worse somehow. <laughs> right. That's I'm like, I'm awful. so sorry. Oh gosh. Yeah, Palette like cleanser. Think of something adorable. Yeah. Oh my god, it's still adorable. To think we need to wind it down, that. Sarah. Let's wind it down, man. Oh, we Don't talked about to train your husband like a dolphin. Oh my gosh, yes. We talked about so much. We talked about that. We talked about Lori Laughlin's prison oh, experience. Laughlin. We talked about clowns for a minute. And yeah. why they're creepy. We had upon some good remember that. We it's had upon some place. good theories about drag queens and makeup oh, yes. and fear. I thought a that lot was of a experiments productive. we need to put to the test. <laughs> yeah, right. The yeah. list grows again. We talked about exposure therapy. And then yeah. cur- tiki doll t- curses and artifact curses. We we covered yeah. a lot of ground, everybody. Good work. Yes, yes. We probably cover an entire college <laughs> worth of subjects. What we do like research pro- like it's we just notes. need like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There you well, go. Maybe essentials. But. And don't forget to leave us a five star review and subscribe. Yes, we love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Did you know that everyone has an aura? Do you know what color your aura is? Maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green. You could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple. Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in colors. (laughs) 